Welcome to Entrepreneurs. Uh, it's a nice morning here in uh, sunny springtime New Zealand. Um, today I want to give actual practical tips and advice uh, that's been working in a team that I've been working with, um, people I've been helping with around accountability on how to get on top of uh, the, some of the most important things in order to get success in your life. And that is um, bookending your day. And we hear about this all the time. There's lots of stuff out there. Um, but we've had some practical experience of that. And we've got some feedback through a group share on Zoom. And I want to share with you some really powerful things that you can do to help you um, get the, to bed when you want to get to bed and to get up when you want to get up. Um, first, obviously, reiterating that your sleep is so crucial. Um, there's so much research out there right now, but getting quality sleep is, is is important. But it's not just getting quality sleep or connecting. What you have to do is connect quality sleep to regulated life. The entrepreneur or the, the yogi understands the importance of regulation, being regular, keeping habits. And getting to bed on time is key to uh, not just your physiology in terms of health, but also your psychology. And if you can control the end of your day and the beginning of your day, you have some rituals and habits around that. You'll find your mental health, physical strength, clarity, uh, physical well-being will increase. Um, so there's some. So I'm going to give some tips and habits around. Um, getting to bed on time so a lot of people say well i want to get up on time i really want to get up on time and i'm not getting up on time and so often we're not thinking about well what time are we getting to bed what are we doing before we go to bed because what you do before you go to bed it has a huge impact on what what happens when you get up out of bed the next morning it impacts the morning so they they're related like yin and yang so to speak so a lot of the time, I know for myself, it wasn't really concentrating on so much what I was doing before bed or basic things that we hear, like don't be on the computer, simple things like that, try to do other things. But to really fine tune exactly what I need to do before bedtime um, and get that right really helped me with about getting up in the morning. And what's really important is if you don't give direction to your brain, if you don't have some sort of plan what to do in those hours before or hour before you go to bed, then if it's vague, if your plan is vague, you end up won't be doing you won't do it. You've got to have a you've got to have a plan that's like, this is what I do. It's really clear, it's measurable and specific. So um so first of all, a couple of tips around sleeping bedtime is um what a lot of people have been doing in our team is like not having a phone in your room. So in your bedroom, don't have a phone. Take your phone out of the room, put it somewhere else, turn it off. You know, don't have a phone on just flight mode or um, or on because your subconscious doesn't switch off because it's always expecting something. So, And also, if you have your phone in your room, you will pick it up. You will check something, the last email, the last thing, and next minute you're scrolling a lot of other stuff because the phone is designed to keep you scrolling. It's designed to attract you to things that are really important. They're all, they're all adverts. They're psychologically designed, and we know this. So keeping the phone out of the room, number one, try that. Try a week. Or a couple of weeks of taking the phone that when you're going to start your 
um, getting ready for bed and do your reading, getting into your room, put the phone in another room. So this is really, really cool. Um, the other thing is, um, is that I figured out that what I need to do is at the end of the day, there's always these things where I know, I don't know, I don't know if it's the same for you, but there's always this time where it's like, well, it's the end of the day. I've got to do this. I've got to, there's certain things I feel I have to do before I go to bed. It could be a little bit of relaxation. It could be reading, it could be doing a journal. It could be checking something. Um, so what I did is, is I wrote down what are those things that I need to do leading up to bedtime that if I don't get them done, I'm not happy. And two, that they do need to be done. So I wrote them down and I looked at them and, and I noticed like what I had been doing is that I was doing those things before bed, but there was no restriction or plan around how much time I spend on them before bed. So, you know, I've got to check this, or I've got to do my relaxation, or I've got to do my reading. And next minute, time has flown. It's like one of those activities has sucked up a lot of time, and I'm going to bed later, much later than I expected. So what I did was I looked at those activities, and I decided that, um, okay, I'm going to, how long is it, how much time do I need to do a journal? How much time do I need to do my relaxation, my back stretching? How much time do I need to do to just check my final things on the computer? What, how much time do I need um, to, you know, I think, what was my other things I needed to do? I can't remember right now, but it was like four things that I needed to do. So what I did was, is I, oh yeah, that was planning my day, planning the next day. So it's really key. I've got to plan my next day. I've got to do my relaxation. I've got to do my reading. Um, and I've got to um, check check a few things uh, on the computer. So what I did was, is I said, okay, I can do all of those. Each one of those, I can complete that task, my journal, sorry, my journal, um, in 10 minutes. So I broke it down. So I wrote, so 10 minutes for my journal, 10 minutes for my reading, 10 minutes for my relaxation, right? And 10 minutes... Um, on the other thing and what I did was I sort of realized okay if I want to go to bed at 10 o'clock I need to start at 20 past nine I've got to start number one so I wrote them down I don't have my list with me uh right now yeah so I wrote I wrote them down so like 20 past nine I come in I, I, I do my journal uh then I do my planning the next day then I do my relaxation and back exercise and then at 10 to 10 I do um my reading or, um, yeah, I think it's my reading. So what it did was is it's 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 contained those activities that I know I've got to get to. I'm ticking them off, but I'm giving them 10 minutes each. And it's and it's making it happen for me that it, I've got this ritual that I go one, two, three, four. And by 10 o'clock, give or take five minutes here or there, I am in bed and asleep. So so the, so the key here is Look at those things that you know you have to do or you do every night that is important for you to get done before you go to bed and write them down on a piece of paper. Put a time frame on them, five to ten minutes, how long it would take you to complete that activity. And then work out, add it together and work out what time do you need to start that. It's like, like a relay race. When do you have to you know, get off the track? Is it half past nine? So I'm in bed by ten or whatever your time frame is um and make sure you're, you're strict to it and it could be like part of that could be getting the phone out the room <laughs> that's also important turning the phone off after one of those activities that's what i do after i get to my journal stage and my reading my phone's off you can't concentrate if your phone's on 
if something pings on your phone or the light goes on over on the desk, you're, you're getting distracted. You want to have like a complete time of no phone or computer time in those last 30 minutes. So this will really help get your getting to bed on time, but also getting to bed in the right frame of mind. You've heard, you listen to a positive audio. Relax, that's what I do when I do my relaxation, my back exercise. I put on a positive audio. Um, I've done my reading, do my journal, and I plan the next day. That's key. What are you going to do the next day when you wake up and get excited about your next day? So this is, again, um, something I'm sharing with you that I think will really work to help get that getting to bed on time because out of all the persons I'm dealing with, all the persons I'm sort of coaching and mentoring, um, and even in my own life, the most challenging thing um, is to get to bed on time and to wake up on time. Now, are we going to get it? Don't, I mean, of course, I'm always adding, don't get perfectionist. There are days where it, it might not work out, but, you, but the next day you've got to make sure you get back on track. Yeah, the three-day rule is, is that you know, if you get off track, get on tra track the next day again. Um, if um, it goes to two days, it's hard to get back on track again. If it's three days to get back on track again, it's really hard. So you don't want to go beyond one or two days of not keeping this because, ha you know, stuff happens. If you've got kids, it gets a little difficult. Um, obviously, kids getting to bed on time um, in, in my own house, um, you know, it's a certain time in the evening is adult time. And children, my child has to, my son has to be in bed at a certain time. It's not, if the children shouldn't be up in adult time. So, but every parent's different. So I have, um, you know, that, that book ending your day, how important that will be. If you can get that one thing right, if you can get this right, this habit, I mean, 80, 90% of the time, and please, you know, you're not going to get it 100%. So don't feel bad if you can't do it all the time. But if you get 89%, 80, 90% of the time, you can get your bookends of your day right. This is key. And now I'm going to get to the bit where we're going to talk about getting up. Now, getting up is a challenge sometimes, having alarms and stuff. But once you get regulated, I wake up before my alarms now. I've done it so much. I've got the habit down. I've done the 30 days and the 90-day runs of just planning to get up at a certain time. And then the habit comes. And there's some nice little tips out there that you can find about getting up on time. And one of them is to count down. When you wake up, you go five, four, and you shout it out loud. Five, four, three, two, one, go. And on that go, just get, get that move, get moving, and you'll get out of bed. It's a really good tip that a couple of the, the people on the team have been trying. We're sharing it. It's um, as, as a lady that we were watching on YouTube who talked about this is, you know, you've got to count down or count up one, two, three, four, five, just, just go on, on a certain number and do that as a ritual every day that helps you to get up on time. Um, of course, if you have a good book ending to your day you're like, and having a good rest with the right mindset, you're more likely to feel more rested and easier to get up the next day. So here's some tips for you. Um, it's just a short podcast. I highly recommend, you know, that, that, that idea of the rituals at the end of the day. And if you don't write them down, if you don't make them specific, it's not going to work very well. You have to write it down. What are those things, specific things that I need to do? And, and, and obviously eliminate things that are time wasting that you don't need to do. Don't do them. So you have your relay race starting, you know, your tag team, you're going from one activity to another, five, 10 minutes on each thing that leads up for you preparing for your bedtime and your likelihood of getting to bed will increase dramatically and you'll feel so much better. 
and it's and it's about controlling the controllables it's like a lot of people are not feeling in control of their life especially in the daytime dealing with so many other people but what you can control is what you do before you go to bed and you can control when you get up and what you do and we can get into rituals that you do after you wake up you know certainly having a cool shower is is extremely good for waking and invigorating the body and it goes without saying don't go to bed late get to bed as early as you can move that clock back gradually you know if you're going to bed at midnight even 11 o'clock get to bed at 10 o'clock latest if you can and get up around you know 5 5 a.m is 6 7 of um you know 4 5 a.m 530 these are these are the times the latest times we should be rising these are the most all the top elite athletes and navy seals and yogis all know that those early hours and rising early and doing productive things in the early morning hours is sets your day up for victory sets your day up for the best mindset lying in although it feels nice costs you a lot so rising early in the morning bathing doing some meditation, some mindfulness, gratitude, doing a journal, doing some re reading of a success book, doing a bit of exercise, even if it's five, 10 minutes, do it. Do something in the morning that invigorates and sets your day up. So that's also key. And you can obviously remember, write down the plan, write down those activities you'd like to do when you wake up, how long you're gonna do them. And I cannot reiterate more uh, enough is that if you don't make it specific and measurable your brain um will will be foggy and vague and you're more likely to do other things the brain needs specific commands and instructions okay i'm doing yoga for 10 minutes at this at 5 25 a.m that tells the brain exactly what it needs to do so it can't space out be distracted and also, last point, the phone. Don't turn the phone on in the first hour of waking up. Don't put the computer on or the phone on and things like that in the first in those early hours of the morning. Do not do that. The, the, everything will be waiting for you later. It may be after you've done all those important first half an hour, hour things in the morning. Then you make a time. Okay, now I'm going to check these things and put a time limit on that before breakfast. These seem like really boring, insignificant things, but these so-called boring, so-called mundane little tips for the average person, they seem like, oh, what's the point? But for the successful person, this is what sets them apart. They take these things seriously. A successful person takes these small things seriously, and that's what sets them apart for success. This is the key. It's just mundane, boring things set aside and done and taken seriously and and used in a way that benefit them that separates successful people from average unsuccessful people okay so remember these tips around your book ending rising um sorry um arranging your rituals before bed the phone and computer off and out of the room laptops out of your room ipads out of your room all those things out of your room and when you wake up also, those things are not going to be turned on or engaged with until at least you've been up an hour and you've done some things that really set set you up for the day emotionally, physically, mentally. Okay, 
So um, I hope this has been useful. Uh, we're striving to become entrepreneurs, successful on all levels of our life. And these so-called little things are super important.